Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Tom, I'm doing well. I, I haven't had an eventful week, but I know you were in a beautiful state. That's right. I was in Wichita, Kansas. The beautiful that we, state of Wichita. <laughs> that's right. Well, I, was, I wanted to say more than just the state. It felt weird. Uh, and you, of course, spent the weekend in Louisville. Um, <laughs> 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 that's a, Tommy had a, a hand in uh, some of the horse racing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, Tommy likes to fuck horses. <laughs> okay, I was like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest today is Tim Smith. By the way, um, I've decided uh, there's just no, uh, I don't care about us getting new listeners anymore. <laughs> it's it's going to it's going to be mostly about horse fucking from now on, and uh, and uh, that's just how it's going to be. Um, anyways, uh, we got Tim here. How are you, Tim? I'm good. Thank you for having me, guys. Tim, you just moved to New York. Tell us what you think so far. Just got here. Just what a beautiful city, dude. Mm-hmm. I was telling Tom, I'm just doing the typical New York, just getting my ass kicked on the train. <laughs> it's just going the wrong way, or I'm obviously yeah. just going to Jersey. I thought I'm you meant ki- literally. No, not yet. Not yet. I'm not talking enough shit on the train yet to get my ass kicked. It would be funny if you're like, uh, excuse me, uh, train conductor, I believe you're going the wrong way. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm supposed to be going uh, that away. <laughs> Could you drop me off here? <laughs> my girlfriend's pissed, actually. <laughs> but it's been good. Been bouncing around trying to. Tell some jokes. Nobody likes them. It's, it's fine. Good, good. <laughs> now, how would you compare New York City uh, to Wichita, Kansas? <laughs> oh, it's not even a comparison. Wichita, 10 times that That 10. is where it's happening, baby. <laughs> God damn. There was, uh, so I was at a loony, another loony bin. <laughs> the Joker was there. Um, they should have Joker every week at the loony bin. <laughs> He'd probably kill there. <laughs> He speaks to these people, but uh, I gotta say, I was uh, dreading. I was talking about how it's, uh, you know, I'm losing my mind at these loony bids or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Wichita one is actually pretty good. Oh, nice. A guy gave me $100 for making fun of uh, his buddy's wife. It was, <laughs> I had an insane, uh, I wanna say Friday Late Show, where um, 
<laughs> it was funny. My buddy uh, Dayton Bissett uh, was hosting. Very funny boy. He's moving here too. And uh, the early show, a guy was yelling out, and they just kind of like put up with it, and like like the other comics kind of like laughed at what the shit the guy said because it was un- uncomfortable. He was like trying to be funny in the crowd. It was like a douchey ass, whatever. Love that. Uh, and the second he did it to me, I I stopped and said, "Shut the fuck up, sir!" <laughs> and his friends laughed at him or whatever. And then he did shut the fuck up. So then that sets the stage for the late show where. Uh, the there are people. There's multiple tables talking, and Dayton. I want to say because he saw it work for me, and because I was shitting. I was like, I was like, we got to shut these people down quick because we can't have them talking the whole time. He immediately jumped from zero to a hundred. <laughs> they, they were talking. He goes, "Shut the fuck up!" And he Dayton looks like a child. He looks like a 15 year old boy. And he pissed a lot of people off when he did that. Yeah, that can really backfire yeah. on you. <laughs> Two different people wanted to fight him. <laughs> like people who were older than him and bigger than him, they didn't care. Like he offended this woman who apparently spent a bunch of money or whatever, and uh, it didn't matter. Uh, but it was just funny that, that this was happening. But um, some salt to the earth christians and they're like i'm gonna fuck this guy up yeah after this show. yeah not even after <laughs> not after some would say during my set they wanted to fight dayton so there was a lot of clamoring happening but while all that was happening this woman i get on stage this woman was on her cell phone immediately and i was just like what the fuck like i haven't even said anything you're already on your phone like you're already done with this and she was like don't worry about it just keep going and i was like don't fucking, what like that's not how this works yeah, yeah. i have the microphone so I, i'm asking her questions and she's i don't know if this is true or not uh but she says that the reason she's looking at her phone is that her mom texted her that somebody died in her family or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that's too bad. But I was like, maybe go out to the lobby. Or say, that's kind of a leave this show. Yeah, situation. I don't know if you should, if it's a big deal, maybe you shouldn't be sitting front row of a comedy show anymore. <laughs> yeah, Cause yeah. this is weird for everybody. Like, oh, fuck, that and I wasn't trying to be up. a dick, but I couldn't feel out how much she actually cared about it. Cause she wouldn't, she didn't seem to give a shit about yeah. what happened, but so I was like checking back in. I do a couple bits, then check back in and be like, what do I got to do? I also accused this guy of at her table of looking like an anti-vax Hank Hill, which because uh, he was not, dude, the opener, the feature was to, did a bit about like his dick or whatever. And this woman was looking at him, rubbing her chin like she was contemplating the bit, like didn't understand it. And it was making me laugh so much. She's like, ah, oh, a dick, huh? Interesting. But anyway, uh, the, the, it, this one, I checked my phone for something, and the woman who his, whose mom texted her goes, I bet your mom texted you, which is a weird thing to say. And I was like, no, she didn't, <laughs> I'm sure. And she's like, I bet she did. And I was like, no, I'm certain she didn't. And then like 10 minutes later, I checked my phone again, and I said, oh, you're right. My mom did text me, and she said, everyone is alive. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it like, uh, for some reason, she loved that. And then... <laughs> And then the guy who I called Hank Hill fist bumped me, and then he paid me a hundred bucks after the show. Incredible! So, just one just great another line. Another night in, in Wichita. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another nice time in Wichita. Now, Tim, you're from Louisiana, is that correct? Correct. This is my interview style. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who were your guys? <laughs> Do we have a problem here? Are we good? Do you know anyone that died? So here's my in Louisiana. Are you listening? What kind of music are you listening to on the bayou down there? On the water. So up. I say I'm from Louisiana. I moved there when I was 14. 
Okay. So I li- I spent most of my time in Louisiana. So when I said you're from Louisiana, is that correct? And you said yes. Yeah. yeah what was the fuck bullshit? was that all? About? It's just easier. <laughs> it's easier than being like, oh, well, I moved there, and so that was my sixth state to live in. Sure. Oh wow, were you an army brat or what? No, just bad parenting. <laughs> Navy brat. <laughs> they were bad just like, parenting. Hey, buddy, pack your shit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we want to be bad parents. <laughs> We want to switch your schooling up just to fuck with you. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> you make some parenting. new friends. Oh, well, forget that them is a show. <laughs> impractical parents. <laughs> just fuck a kid up. <laughs> so yeah, so I say I say Louisiana because it's just easier than doing the whole okay. this whole interaction that we just had. Sure, yeah, awful interaction. Um. <laughs> yeah, bad podcast. <laughs> was it all in the American South, or was it? Uh... No, let's see. I was I was in upstate New York. I was in Ooh, Ohio. Wow. I was in Alabama, Florida, Louisiana. Um, where was I born? Damn, you were everywhere. <laughs> Rich Virginia, everywhere. Uh, yeah, just kind of bouncing around. Damn. And then we found ourselves. In, my mom's one of six from Louisiana, so we were in upstate New York. She oh, was like, "Fuck shit. this." This place stinks. She kept trying to get po' boys everywhere. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just need a shrimp po' boy in my life, dude. So they were like, all right, and we finally moved moved back down south. So you were there from 14 to when? To 28 until I moved to Chicago. Whoa, that's yeah. wild. Look yeah. at that. High so, school and college there, and then worked damn. there for a little bit, and Those off to Chicago. Football-ass ages, I would say. Dude, I went to LSU. Oh, shit. LSU football. Damn, what'd you play? Ellis, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get a chance, scoot on down to the bayou and go to an LSU Dude, game. Dude, we're going to the bayou, uh, not to where LSU. Wait, actually, yeah, we are. That is where LSU is. No, we're going to New Orleans. Baton it's in Baton Rouge. It's Baton Rouge. That's right. Why is it? It's because there's LSU shit all over New Orleans, so I got I get confused very easily. Go to a Saints game. It'll be just as fun. Yeah, dude. We're what are you going to New Orleans my for? My bachelor party is the end of this month. And uh, we're actually, I think we're doing a show, me and Tommy and Shane Torres. We don't have any details yet, but uh, there will be a show. (laughs) Shane is certainly doing a great job keeping us posted. (laughs) Yeah, he likes to uh, live in the shadows. He's like, there will definitely be a show. And then Also, um, do you guys want to go to a music festival in Chicago in September? (laughs) The the most recent update. Oh, I didn't even see that. (laughs) I I, I, uh, muted that thread. (laughs) That's not true. Um, um, Y'all want to go to a music festival? (laughs) Ah, there you go. Dumbass. (laughs) I'm kidding. I love Shane. Um, No, we're doing my bachelor party there because it's my favorite city. I love New Orleans. It's so fun. It's like, it's it's Vegas for the sophisticated. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) It's, it's. It's like I feel like people who go to Vegas, and not that I like Vegas too, but like it's not my. It's. I feel like people who go to Vegas is like a. I have no idea how to have fun. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just go to Vegas. Yeah. There there will be fun there. New Orleans like, is like Vegas with actual culture. Yes. It's like an yeah, actual yeah. place that exists. Yeah. Vegas it's, is just this manufactured mm-hmm. nonsense. And it's like the like there's just the nature's beautiful. It's like the food is fucking incredible. Bananas. It's so good. It is the best city in America. Yeah, I love it so I much. I love it. I like yep. these sites for the sophisticated because I'm just picturing someone yeah, we're just flashing their tits for beads. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> this is culture. <laughs> Oh, what an aristocrat. Be, I didn't know. Okay. Jesus that's gonna Christ. Be, that's going to be Tommy at the bachelor party. Oh, yeah. I'm 
somebody have so many bees. <laughs> that is true. Well, I mean, if you get away from Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I like Bourbon Street, too. Fuck it. I'm going to be walking around. Get with a hand grenade. Hurricane. But you got to hit, like, Frenchman. You yeah. got to do all that. Yeah. Hit the, the Metairie. Or not the yes. Metairie. Um, I forget what, what the fuck I'm trying to say. Just eating the damn Now, you know what time in. of the week we're going to New Orleans? The weekend. <laughs> that was a nice little setup Thank there. Come on. We're talking about the weekend. We're talking today. about the weekend. And oh, I didn't sure. put that together. I was like, why was that significant? <laughs> I just put that together. You both like gave each other a knowing glance, and I was like, wait, what's so great about the weekend? <laughs> This is the, what happens when you, switch, when you switch schools every three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you never really quite learn. They keep, they constantly have you in the like tutorial mode of yeah. school. <laughs> I'm just always putting like covering my books, and then I just uncover them, hand them back in, and move to Louisiana. <laughs> and they do teach that in school how to get riffs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that class. <laughs> uh, okay, so Tim pitched us the weekend. We all agree it's a bad pitch, but we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you guys weren't thrilled no, with it. No, no I'm playing. Uh, I I do want to talk about the weekend because I... Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, he did just send us the Chicago Fest. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so with the weekend, uh, people did shit on him a lot during the Super Bowl. Me and Tommy watched the Super Bowl together. I I was quoted to say I thought he did a great job. I thought I his Super Bowl performance yeah. was great. And I was just reading tweets of people being like, this fucking sucks. Like, the weekend blew. This is when he had the fucked up face, and it was like all the memes of him yes. running around yes. looking like confused. Like in the funhouse. Right, yes. right, right, right. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was sick as hell. Especially, you got to keep in mind, it was fucking COVID. Tommy yeah. and I were at a super spreader event, and we were <laughs> trying to enjoy the game. But then, no, it was during COVID, and so he had to be, they had to be a little creative with what they did for the performance. Sure. And I thought they did a great job. I thought it was really cool. And... Watching it, I was like, "Oh shit! I know a bunch of weekend songs." Yeah, I didn't even know he, he sneaks had that up many. on you. Well, because so many of them sound kind of similar mm. that it's like I was like, "Oh, that's a different song." That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing about that performance is how much of his own money he had to spend on it. Do you know this? Have you heard about I forgo- this? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. Can you guys <laughs> guess? I want you guys to guess a number of how much the weekend personally spent on his Super Bowl per his man. All right, let's do prices for. Who is a known liar? But <laughs> is that right? Manager, the mythomaniac. No, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's making some big accusations. <laughs> and he's a cheat, too. <laughs> Guy owes me a hundred. His bucks. name is the manager is named Sal Slaby. That sounds like that. that's a sleazy <laughs> fucking I'm name. I'm seeing, his, uh, I'm seeing his abortion show this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Sal Slaby. Right, we're really not trying to get new listeners. <laughs> we're making Alison Livey references. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're in New York, go see Allison Livey's uh, one uh, the one person yes. show. I'm going this weekend for oh, real. I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I just bought tickets to see Saturday. Um, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> Sal Slyby he says he says that the weekend spent this personally spent this much money on his own Super Bowl Shit. halftime show, which mm. is apparently like a bringer <laughs> that you have to lose <laughs> money on. Um, <laughs> Tim, you go first. You're uh, the guest. This is it's weird because like what is like like what is it? insane amount of money to the weekend right like if i said a hundred thousand dollars to me it's like holy fuck right so i'll say like a million dollars yeah and i of course i'm gonna say a million and one (laughs) 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 well boys if sales slavey can be trusted 
The weekend spent seven million dollars of his man. own money on his halftime show. That is isn't that crazy? crazy? That is insane. Although it is what I spend every episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get six of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy's rate is so high. <laughs> seven million. What's the return? Like, how? Where does he find money in that? I mean, there must be like. What's he getting from that? Yeah, they, I mean, they must pay you something, right? Well, according to Billboard, he'll easily make back that $7 million he invested as he's set to make $1.3 million per show on his upcoming tour. There you go. Well, which there, is there, there you go. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you do the Super Bowl, you probably got the cash to blow. I don't think anybody's gone bankrupt doing the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their little art project. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. put their whole life into it. <laughs> <laughs> they should let us do the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. We'll put $7 million. Special guest, Tim McClellan. Laughlin. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd goes insane when he comes up. <laughs> and throwing up, we have Jeff Sheen. <laughs> Jeff Sheen famously threw up while he did our show. Incredible. <laughs> Just right in this very bathroom. Sick or drunk? Uh, sick. Or hung up. Okay. He doesn't drink. Yeah, he's, he's just that weird. Yeah, he's just a weird fella. He just wanted to go force himself to throw. The man has a problem. Um, anyway, fucked up that we let a Canadian do the most American thing in the world. It is crazy how many Canadians have taken over our country. <laughs> we got to get it back. I mean, Drake, and then the weekend. It's, it's Bieber, but, uh, Bieber, mm-hmm. yeah, Jim Carrey, uh, huh? Jewel, um, <laughs> talented Jewel people. I can't remember. Um, all right, well, let's. There is some uh, before you know people yell at us. There are people who fucking hate the weekend, and not just the Super Bowl thing. I looked up uh, the weekend sucks, and a lot of people do think he's very boring and that he has no uh, stage presence. Uh, this is uh, this is from GameFacts.GameSpot.com. Oh shit! Uh, someone says it's the weekend's music sucks as drug music. Uh, there's much more interesting drug songs out there, particularly in rap uh, rock, and it sucks as sex music. Uh, nothing about his music evokes that uh, uh, says dot dot dot. I'm going to say a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the whole album. I didn't get my dick hard uh, one time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is you yeah. Yeah. You, you might need to consult a doctor <laughs> if you ain't getting hard during this um so uh let's see yeah i found a bunch of people saying he sucks and then there's also the accusations that he's a misogynist uh and that he's biphobic uh-oh yeah uh there was a whole tweet thread about how uh from um Let's see, Jill Gutowitz, uh, who uh, just had a book come out, um, that uh, that uh, I used to joke that listening to The weekend was homophobic, but the lyrics from his new song, Lost in the Fire, are actually fucking vile. In 2019, we're still doing Fuck You Straight and calling female queerness a phase. Because he says, uh, you said you might be into girls. You said you're going through a phase, uh, keeping your heart safe. Well, baby, you can bring a friend. She can ride on top of your face while I fuck you straight, in parentheses, while I fuck you straight. <laughs> Jesus. Those are really aggressive lyrics. Yeah. I can't tell if he means, like, fuck you straight, like, I'm going to fuck you into being straight, or I'm going to fuck you like a straight person, which means I'm going to come pretty quick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> which means poorly. Yeah, yeah. Not My real good. tweet voice. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to fuck you straight, meaning uh, I'm not going to have bed sheets. <laughs> Two million. <laughs> Two million likes. <laughs> uh, so there is some, uh, there's some stuff here. 
Um, I searched weekend controversies. Uh, oh, I forgot to text Jared, but I have a feeling he has no thoughts on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's uh, busy. He's got limestone. Oh, of course, yes. Oh, by the way, go to limestone. If you're in Bloomington, Indiana, it's this very weekend. You're right. I'm not going to bother Jared during this. But um, this lineup, it's uh, limestone. I said it earlier. It's fucking star-studded. They got James Adomian. They got Love Chad names. Daniels. They got Bob the Drag Queen, Emma Willman. Our buddy Emil Wakim, who was just on last week, get over there. Uh, all right, um, let's see. Let's read some of these uh, controversies. Okay, a former friend and collaborator claims the weekend stole his stage name mm. uh, before he was a world famous solo artist under the pseudonym The Weekend. Uh, now I don't know how to say his name, but I, it's Abel Tesfe, or I, that's how it's, it's spelled like that. I don't know. Yeah. That's his real name. Uh, was reportedly one half of a musical duo alongside musical producer Jeremy Zodiac Rose. Who is the Zodiac Killer? That is right. It's <laughs> weird that he put it right in his name. <laughs> He's like, I've, I've been, I'm telling you guys, like, it was me. <laughs> Stop trying to figure out these ciphers. It's in my name. <laughs> uh, we started as a group. It was he and I, and we called ourselves The Weekend. I came up with that name, by the way, Rose claimed in a 2012 interview. And the Ro- imagine needed to come up with a no. name. <laughs> and it was out it was with the uh, yeah, with no, e in there. Yeah, it was no adjustments. yeah. Uh, Rose also alleged that he was partially respons- responsible for te- developing Tesfaye's signature grimy sound and collaborated with him on his breakout album House of Balloons but was never cr- uh, credited or paid for his work. Uh, at the time of the interview, uh, the weekend's team declined to request a request to comment, but that same year, uh, hosting an AMA series on Reddit, he discussed his stage name, making no mention of Rose. He claimed he initially planned on using the weekend as an album t- title. I hated my name at the time, though, so I tried it as a stage name. He tr- he added, it sounded cool. I took out the E because there was already a Canadian band named the weekend, in parentheses, copyright issues. Hmm. Pretty fucked up. Uh, I will say this is the same thing that's going to happen to me and Tommy someday where I'll just be an artist who fucks horses or whatever. <laughs> Tommy will be like, that was my thing. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. I guess in this analogy, you would also be calling yourself Stand By Your Band <laughs> as you perform. <laughs> it would be like Stand By Your Band. Or just tweak it. <laughs> just doing stand-up that has nothing to do with music. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that would be funny, like how uh, Kanye calls Chris Martin Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. He just started calling us Stand By Your Man. Yo, Stand By Your Man. <laughs> That's a good time. Um, what do you have to say about your guy here, Tim? I mean, you know, some of the lyrics, I don't know. I, I can't. But he just, I'm, I like Michael Jackson. He scratches the little the little Michael yes. Jackson itch for me. Yeah. He sounds sure. very similar. Yeah, he does. And he's a huge, he's, he is notably a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. It's very clear in his performances. I kind of like that, like, I don't know, maybe he can dance, but I just haven't seen that out of him. Is it, he's not like a Bruno Mars type. I don't think so. I've never seen him really cut in a rug. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, cause he'll do like the little, like he does those little, (laughs) those little, you know what I'm talking about? The little hee hees and whatnot. And, you know, you, there's just a ton of similarities between him and MJ. MJ's gone. Mm-hmm. Timmy still needs his music. <laughs> so there's no other reason you stopped listening yeah, yeah. to Michael Jackson other than that he died. <laughs> Tim, I have some really bad news <laughs> We can edit that part out. <laughs> no, no, please, for the love of God, edit that part. I love when people say that. <laughs> like, all right, I'll send you the file. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking do it. <laughs> 
Like, all right, you do all the work. Then, I guy. used to edit this podcast. <clears throat> Those days yeah, are behind me. I mean, me. you know, people still listen to Michael Jackson, the man. He's yeah. a talented man. I will say it's playing at my gym, like, all the time. And he does concerts there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, go to, there. I go to anti-woke gym. <laughs> I forgot to say this, but when I was flying back from L.A., even though I spent, like, 20 minutes talking about my flights that trip on the Patreon, yeah. they did have, at the counter, they said, please report to the counter passenger, Michael Jackson, that is great. and I like jumped out of my seat. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, your name is Michael. Jackson. He's flying commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> he is alive, but he has to fly commercial. <laughs> that is so funny, um, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying, and we'll. Uh, hey, you, uh, if you want to uh, forgive Michael Jackson of all his <laughs> sins, that's your bed to lie in. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I grew up liking Michael Jackson. I saw him dance. I was like, "That's an unbelievable thing right. that a human being can do." Yeah. So then absolutely. I just, you know, just leaned into him for a really long time. Mm, I'm a big hours fan. Of my Never heard the music. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I I 100 know what you mean. We should hear some music since we've uh, since we've gotten into it. Um, before we go too much deeper, we got to hear some of these fucking jams, dude. Um, all right, let's hear. Uh, let's go ahead and hit people with blinding lights. Just one that they already know. Uh, this is one of the hits. This is one of the top five on one of his top five on Spotify. You guys are going to fucking love this fucking shit. Fun hell. song. It's undeniable, as they say. Undeniable. It's just a fun banger, one. dude. One of the songs that you hear a million times, and then we hear it now. Still, and you're like, it. still, still pretty fucking love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> still pretty fun. Still fucking love it. Uh, number one uh, on the charts in the UK and the United States of America. Was it number one in the charts and in our hearts? <laughs> that is, uh, that's <laughs> up for debate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this up-tempo electro-pop track finds the weekend recounting how, how his lover lights up his life. I said, ooh. <laughs> you have to stop that. <laughs> you get it. The singer is not at peace until unless he is in the company of his lady. So who is the lady the weekend is speaking of? It is likely the singer uh, is addressing his on and off on uh, girlfriend, on and off and on girlfriend. What a weird way to phrase that. Bella Hadid. Mm. The clue is in the song's bridge where Abel tells the girl he will never let her go this time. That's a clue? (laughs) Uh, After breaking up with Hadid 
in 2016, The weekend dated Selena Gomez for nine months before reuniting with the model in 2019. Having lost Bella for a while, it seems he now realizes he is only emotionally con- completed when he's with her. Abel is determined to keep their relationship going this time. The weekend previously touched upon his need for Bella on his preceding single, Heartless. Seems kind of fucked up to uh, Selena Gomez, huh? Mm. Mm. Only I murders think- in the building stars. <laughs> 2016, the election affected us all in different ways. Right. <laughs> yes. For me and the weekend, we broke up with our supermodel girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. others, others became activists. Yes. <laughs> it was all, you know, it was different stuff for different yeah. Also, can't the song just be a song? They're like, there's a clue in the prayer. Like, I don't know if it's a clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a song he made. You don't understand clue culture. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're no tech. <laughs> That's a cross doing clue. the crossword too much. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a fucking crossword clue? It's in so, so many of them, yeah. Uh, it's an old-timey uh, name for a gumshoe. Yeah. <laughs> a tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I found uh, I found some more uh, controversy stuff that I want to address. But it's like, this is not as bad. This is like, I didn't realize that him and Drake had like a whole... Had a whole thing because I I'll say this I didn't know a ton about the weekend mm-hmm. like I like the hits that Super Bowl halftime show honestly was yeah. like eye opening to me I was like oh I like this guy I didn't realize how much I liked his music his until that was really good too I got Don FM I really enjoyed ooh. it um but I my main uh feelings about him came from his performance in the film Uncut Gems. Uh, where yes. he uh, he does my man Howie dirty. He does. <laughs> he does my guy Howie dirty, and I I saw him in that, and I said, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. would never do that. It did. It did make me like somewhat not like him, <laughs> even though he. I like his performance in the movie. Uh, I like when he sings and it, it's good. But then he has to go and do my man Howie dirty. <laughs> Oh my god! This is not how we win. <laughs> you just pulled up on your computer to the thing that was so funny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have to tell this now. This was yeah. incredible. So, <laughs> the, as far as I searched uh, weekend controversies, and there were the most recent one I totally forgot about. Is, this. Yeah, I remember this happening. So, so many of us know about uh, the situation between uh, Ukraine and Russia. Uh, the weekend was unaware of this, <laughs> and right after uh, they tweeted like. Uh, after it was announced that Putin was like uh was gonna be bombing Ukraine <laughs> the weekend tweeted, Let's go <laughs> all with like a hundred of those. It was so funny. It, like the timing of it was just impeccable. It was like, like right <laughs> after it couldn't have been worse timing for him. <laughs> so funny. Let's go. Incredible. It's the long running feud between Toronto and Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the Raptors played the Ukrainian <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> so many people tweeted at him sincerely, like, this is really bad, man. Like, uh, what's wrong with you? Like, not obviously he didn't mean to do that. But Did he ever was, explain what he so was so pumped two about? Two hours later he tweeted, Unfortunately, I'm just just now seeing what's happening with the conflict and we'll pause on tomorrow's announcement. I pray for everyone's safety. I think it was him announcing his new album. Oh, yeah. okay. Because uh, like five hours before that, he <laughs> said, it's finally here. It's time, dot, dot, tomorrow. And then he five hours later, he goes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Which also makes it seem like, well, I thought you were going to say something tomorrow. Why are you saying it today? 
Uh, it's very, yeah, very badly timed. It's so funny when shit like this happens and it's like, it's on Buzzfeed news and they feel like they have to write a whole fucking article and it's like, all that happened is just ha- like, yeah. is that tweet. We don't need the whole, we don't need a whole fucking article about it, but Hey, good for you guys who are uh, good for our freelance journalist brethren. <laughs> um, anyways, like they explain like what's happening in the war and it's like, that's not why I clicked on this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I didn't know that uh, Drake and uh, and and uh, not Kanye and the weekend had a had a big feud. I didn't know they were beefing either. So they're apparently good now, but this was years long. Fellow Canadian Drake is largely credited with launching the weekend's career after sharing the Starboy singer's music on his October's very own blog in 2011, featuring him on his Take Care album and even bringing him out during multiple performances and tours. Uh, Drake had even publicly discussed plans to sign The Weeknd to his OVO sound label, so fans were shocked when The Weeknd signed with Republic Records in 2012. At the time, Drake tweeted, You won't get away with just a thank you, dot dot dot, you owe me a favor. A statement many presumed to be about The Weeknd. Uh, the two managed to remain somewhat civil until 2015 when The Weeknd claimed that he gave up almost half of his album to Drake's Take Care. Damn. Drake later hit back at the allegation by saying uh, The Weeknd co-wrote on Shot For Me and Practice. Obviously was featured on Crew Love and The Ride, and that's it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> There's 20 songs on that, that album, Don't Try Me. See, the, here's where Drake is wrong, though, because it's like he didn't say that he get, that he wrote half of Drake's album. He said Drake took half of his album. So his, his album might have been eight songs. 20 songs is a lot of fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Drake needs to chill. Um, <laughs> fast forward to 2019, things were still rocky between the two when The Weeknd released Lost in the Fire with lyrics that seemed to diss Drake. The lyrics are, and I just want a baby with the right one because I would never be the one to hide one. Ooh, Damn. Shit. You have That's a son. You got a son. Voice. You got a son, Drake. His name is Adonis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've now squashed the beef. and uh, But... Some Drake fans have had trouble accepting the weekend's betrayal. Damn. Imagine being one of those fans. I know. <laughs> I mean, come so on, guys. <laughs> hey, man, I want to like you. <laughs> I've been trying to get over this, but what you did to my man, Drizzy, he, like, <laughs> he does not give a fuck about you. Neither of them know I your name. They don't give a fuck. You. They will happily watch you die. <laughs> God's plan 78 says <laughs> he'll never forgive <laughs> the weekend unless he apologizes. <laughs> this is crazy. The weekend punched a police officer in 2015. And I know Tommy believes that uh, Blue Lives uh, are the only ones that matter. So he's fuming right now hearing about this. Uh, in 2015 of uh, January, uh, or January of 2015, I said that weird. The weekend was arrested in Vegas after punching a police officer. Hey, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Uh, That's true. You get a pass on that one. Your tango.com. You don't need to be telling me about all this. Uh, he was he punched a police officer who had been called to the scene of a fight between the singer and another person. He was charged with battery of a protected person to which he pleaded no contest, but managed to avoid jail time. According to reports, the weekend was ordered to pay $1,000 uh, to a fund for injured police officers, complete an anger management course, undergo alcohol evaluation, and perform 50 hours of community service. 
That seems like low. It's pretty <laughs> kind of a slap yeah. on the wrist at $1,000. Although it would be kind of crazy to see the weekend picking up trash on the side <laughs> of the highway. Orange jumpsuit. It's picker. This one shoes for big and heavy. <laughs> I've had to do that. It's not fun at uh, all. Oh, yeah. Me too. That stinks. It's no good. Um, I punched a cop <laughs> in 2015 as well. Uh, all right. Let's hear some more music. <laughs> And then we will get into your thoughts. All right. Next song here that I have on the list is I Feel It Coming. Now, this is The Weeknd and Daft Punk. Let's hear it. listen to a sexy ass song with the boys (laughs) (laughs) it's like impossible to dislike these songs yeah i feel like that song fucking rules that's like if you didn't know who that was and somebody's like oh this is like a michael jackson song that was never released i would believe that 100 percent um apparently the chorus is made up of the lines i feel it coming i feel it coming babe sung four times the weekend's description of the feeling of impending orgasm drawing nearer by the repeating lyrics <laughs> emphasizes really the down. intensity of the moment. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song. That song rules. Yeah, that one's just that's just top tier stuff. And it was originally going to be "Come is impending." <laughs> Come is impending, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah that's that's a that's a great song um the weekend sings here of a girl who has had bad experiences in previous relationships and the singer is attempting to reassure her so baby i can make it right <laughs> he's a huge power the weekend is a huge advocate in the power of sex to bring two people together <laughs> wow everyone's gotta have a cause (laughs) (laughs) this was a bad suggestion by me because every song we play we're all just like yeah that song is awesome (laughs) it's just a great song I'm having a good time fuck it let's do the Beatles next episode I'm happy we're finally listening to some good music (laughs) we've punished ourselves enough with this tired premise <laughs> uh all right um let's go ahead and hear starboy while we're getting all the hits out here is uh here's starboy every day a nigga try to test me out every day a nigga try to end me out 
All right, Starboy. He famously a prequel to Starman by David Bowie. Yes, kind of an origin story. <laughs> yes, also features the N word. Yes, songs. both yep. songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got to actively edit that out when you're singing along. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> better. <laughs> Uh, Tommy does uh, like how Andy Kaufman did uh, Mighty Mouse. He only <laughs> he only sings that part. <laughs> you know who wouldn't do well in COVID times? Andy Kaufman. <laughs> yes, keep coughing, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Mostly because uh, I don't think he'd do well on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think IG Reels would be good for for old Andy Kaufman. Siahara <laughs> uh, Shane Carter says, I don't care about the meaning of this song, but the video is so cool. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, the meaning of Starboy? What's the meaning of that one? Let's see. Uh, I have the song facts pulled up here. There's a lot on here. Uh, album title was inspired by David Bowie. Uh, I what just love David Bowie. I think he's the ultimate inventor. Well, I think Thomas Edison. Got <laughs> uh, Thomas Edison would like a word. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie said, "Hold my beat." Old <laughs> <That old> drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is Ziggy Stardust? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I knew. Thank David Bowie was an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, I know he did a lot of drugs. Don't at me. Don't at us. Um, let's see. When the weekend sings, look at what you've done. There are a few ways to look at it. Here are three. Seeing uh, <laughs> as the first line of the song addresses the listener, I'm trying to put you in the worst mood. Uh, the the you and look what you've done could refer to the listener again and music fans in general the people who are consuming uh, the music they are the ones making him a star by buying his albums and seeing his shows complicit in creating this cocky star boy character two the weekend could be talking about the music industry referencing the machine that produces these larger than life pop stars uh, the execs, producers, songwriters, publicists and image consultants they are actually forming the star boy character Three, what if the you is actually the weekend himself? Whoa. What if he's talking to himself in that line? The weekend made a conscious decision to go from a mysterious underground artist in Toronto to a global sensation when he signed with Republic Records. After releasing his trilogy mixtapes in 2012 and then his official major label uh, debut, Kissland, in 2013, he still hadn't reached the level of success he was desperately craving. So he started making artistic choices that would get him there. Duetting with Ariana Grande on Love Me Harder, contributing two songs to the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack, and releasing Can't Feel My Face as the second single from his album Beauty Behind the Madness, all the while facing criticism from longtime fans for altering his sound from edgy and dark R&B to more radio-friendly pop. Maybe he regrets the change. Maybe he hates that he had to play the game in order to reach the level of success he wanted. Or maybe he doesn't really care. (laughs) Or maybe this whole article means nothing at all. No, no, no. Really cut the legs of your own article (laughs) with that last sentence. Maybe God was one of us. (laughs) Maybe he wasn't at all. (laughs) Um, All right. That was Starboy. 
Um, let's ask him some, some questions about his background with it. So what what got you into what was your entry point to the weekend? Was it just the you heard him and you were like, That's Michael Jackson? Yeah, pretty much. I was like, Well, I just like that sound. That's yeah. fun. That makes me want to dance a little bit. Sure, sure. You a big dancer. I I spent a lot of time of my adolescence trying to learn how to dance like really? Michael Jackson, yeah. Oh, I was just wow. obsessed with the guy. Yeah. Moonwalk? Of course. <laughs> I used to really be able to do it pretty well. Oh, uh, but I just had a VHS tape that I would just stop and play and stop <laughs> and play and like s- just watch what his feet were doing for yeah, hours and hours I mean, and hours. Yeah. It was just the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Sure. A guy moving. Like, it was just so fucking awesome. Because <laughs> it looked alien. It just didn't look like something a person could do. Yeah. So I was just obsessed with it. And then, you know, this guy comes around and I'm like, well... <laughs> You got a fan, my guy. I don't know anything about you, but I'm in. Do you like Bruno Mars? Uh, I'm not mad at Bruno Mars. Yeah, but yeah. he's just not scratching that itch. Sure, sure. But that's a talented fuck too. Yeah, he's a talented little fuck, huh? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, have you gotten made fun of for liking The Weekend ever? Probably. <laughs> I don't like. You know, I'm yeah, in, like I'm yeah. in my thirties. Sure. I don't know if you. If you're gonna make fun of me for like in the weekend, I don't know, yeah. get a hobby or something. Like, <laughs> what, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Tommy, what's your what's your feelings coming into this? You know, I was yeah, I was just saying, I really like the new album. Is probably the only one I've like listened to in full, like mm-hmm. as an album. Don FM, I think it's really good. But I've always every weekend song I hear, I think is a good pop song. And yeah, I know that people like yeah are obsessed. Like he was very cool in like indie circles for the first three mixtapes now right. or whatever. But yeah, I definitely like the pop stuff. Oh, I didn't know he was like an indie guy. I think well, yeah, there was like out, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. It was like his Toronto era was like, yeah, very revered by people. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he had that, we were just talking about his original band name and yeah, that people were, I mean, this whole Starboy thing of him deciding to be a fucking superstar i kind of hate that though where people are like he decided to become a superstar celebrity it's like you can't really <laughs> predict if you're oh, going to fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. become a superstar <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's stupid uh he has been accused of plagiarism multiple times first for his third grade essay <laughs> <I'm Huck Finn. laughs> then he said that was too early to be writing about huck finn yep. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2015, Cutting Edge Music Limited filed a lawsuit accusing the singer, his producers, and music labels for allegedly stealing the baseline in the weekend's The Hills from the score of the 2013 sci-fi movie The Machine. The song's producer allegedly sent the composer uh, of the score a message via Twitter telling him to, about the sample, but but Cutting Edge Music Ltd. claimed they were not credited appropriately. Uh, in a 2021 loss, in 2021, a lawsuit filed by producers Sunyel Fox and uh, Henry Strange claimed that the weekend's "Call Out My Name" sounded strikingly or su- substantially similar, if not identical, to their 2015 song "Vibe King." I think we should listen to the listen to see if we can tell if, it, if they're saying identical. I want to hear. Uh, right. Let's hear. All right, first, let's hear uh, "Vibe King." Uh, I like that name for a song. All right, here's... Oh, that's weird. If you type in Vibe King, call out my name comes up. Oh. Oh, does I mean, not bode well for you. That's a smoking yeah. gun. Yeah. <laughs> if I was the lawyer. <laughs> Pass my phone around. Look at this, huh? <laughs> hey, Judge, get a load of this. Hey, Judge, you believe this fucking shit? <laughs> 
<laughs> the judge is smoking weed. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Chill court coming to. <laughs> All right, here's the Zero Vibe King. I guess we get it. All right, well, let's hear call money. Identical. <laughs> <laughs> we found each other. I mean, am I crazy? I mean, that's not. It doesn't close, sound. Right? I mean, those are identical. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a progression thing that I'm missing? No. I don't. I don't like, hear that I at hear all. Identical. I'm picturing Lindsay Lohan and that other girl from Parent yes. Trap. They <laughs> How are did identical. They find her? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that other girl in Parent Trap? That other actress was. She looked exactly like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> People talk about like, oh, Lindsay Lohan's career is like, you know, fucked up. What about that girl? <laughs> <laughs> she killed it in that movie. <laughs> uh, this is a good podcast. Um, let's, <laughs> let's hear another song. Um, all right. Here comes. Uh, my shit is loading slowly. All right, let's hear. Oh, we just heard "Call Out My Name." That's what we were. Li- that's the next song on the list. Perfect. Great song. <laughs> Great. Uh, and the next that worked out perfectly. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right, the next song is "Heartless." This video is so cool. hate when you're trying to like you're leaving the house and you do you check your pockets you're like phone wallet keys pussy, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> i'm bringing way too much with it. it's falling oh, out shit. my pockets yeah. <laughs> it's an incredibly aggressive start to that song never um never need a bitch and what a bitch need mm-hmm. it's just an insane way to start a song yes and that's oh, okay. one of the ones that uh the next controversy thing was like the weekend shames women and promotes toxic masculinity mm. in his songs, oh. and they use that line. That's a cool line, though. <laughs> Come on, it's an aggressive one. It's very aggro, but you know. Does anyone think it's a coincidence that toxic masculinity and me have the initials DM? <gasps> oh, that's shit. true. Damn, I never thought about that. 
Sorry, man. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah, dude. Tommy, I'm really fucking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I didn't know that was something you were dealing with. I can't, I'm so sorry. Dude, guys, get on the Patreon. <laughs> Tommy's got to have surgery <laughs> to change his name away from Get it away from <laughs> Uh, all right, we got one more song here. We got to get to this peanut gallery. Oh, this is. Uh, I went golfing in Wichita, and the guy made me like give him my phone number to do it, and uh, and now I'm getting texts from Golf Wichita. I don't care about the golfing in Wichita. <laughs> we need your help. You Tom. are nothing to me. <laughs> Golf don't need me. Fun or no, I don't. Uh, all right, next song here, uh, The Hills. And this is not about what you think it is. This is not about Lo- Lauren Conrad's uh, <laughs> hit TV show. Is that who was in The Hills? I don't remember. I so. Yeah. All right, here's The Hills. So that was Vibe King, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that was Vibe I'll play the weekend song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this spooky sounding song finds the weekend singing Ooh. of a secret relationships, possibly with a celebrity. The singer is all too aware that now uh, that now wait, singer is all too aware that now be- oh because he is famous, the hills have eyes. Whoa. Ooh, this is spooky, oh, man. Yes. I might be too scared to continue <laughs> the podcast. Um, the song title, yeah, has lyrics and uh, nod to uh, the song title and lyrics nod to Wes Craven's 1977 horror film, The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, the Weekend and Nicki Minaj teamed up on the October 10th, 2015 episode of SNL to perform the remixed version of the song. I don't remember that. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, he did this uh, d- d- during the. Uh, Super Bowl thing uh, during a Super Bowl performance. Pretty cool. I, that song rules. I Does mean, that count as like his dark early era? So this was 2015. He debuted it during South by Southwest. It's uh, a good question. It's from uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. Is that before? I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know his era well in his, uh, his timeline. Well, uh, The Weeknd rose to fame quick, quite rapidly in 2015, and in this song, he takes the voice of a celebrity who is driven by self-destructive hedonism and has no qualms about it. Uh, it was produced by Million Dollar Mano, who was once Kanye West's tour DJ. Um, yeah, I don't know about the uh, timeline of this in terms of his celebrity, but... 
Uh, he said, I was working on this album in a world I'm not used to. You're sober. Then one day you want to have fun and that darkness comes back and the darkness feels good. Eh, sounds pretty fucking dark to me. <laughs> uh, no, that song's awesome. Um, this is a great playlist. I mean, what can we say that hasn't been said about, uh, you know, the finest art <laughs> that's ever been made, but, Enough from us. Let's hear from the peanut gallery. We have to get to our segment where the people who listen to this show get to give their thoughts. Um, we have a new Patreon subscriber, Dave K, who left some comments on... Uh, he is Coach K, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> now that he's retired. He, uh, yeah, I'm just Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew his first name before. <laughs> uh, I want to catch up on it because he, he subscribed and then he immediately left comments about like old episodes and about the fray he said these dopes stink ass uh, <laughs> and then right, uh, i love this guy <laughs> <laughs> uh and then wait who is this oh maybe this was also maybe i mixed it up and that wasn't about the fray about i think also the fray he said forgot about these turds seems like <laughs> their entire catalog was made for retail background noise stinks ass <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I like this guy. <laughs> he thinks everybody stinks ass. Dave Kirk. <laughs> oh, Kirk. Uh, and then about Dave Gay, has a, he came in with a voice, and I like it. <laughs> about the weekend, he says, This doofus almost, <laughs> <laughs> almost triggered my epilepsy during his halftime show. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> Doofus is never not funny. <laughs> Doofus. <laughs> These turds. These stink ass. Stink ass. Damn. I like that. That made me rethink all three of those artists. <laughs> they are kind of stink ass. Yeah. Uh, Nick Clerkin says, I remember his early mixtapes, which rule being my big my freshman year of college alongside Frank Ocean's. I would never have thought The weekend would end up the mainstream star of the two. His success has been incredible. That's because, hey, if you're not taking shots, you know, we got to get Frankie. We got to get a new album, baby. That's what, true. You know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new album from you, Frank. Uh, JV uh, writes from Uncut Gems. That is correct, that's JV. Uh, Do we get anything on Twitter? Uh, we got two. We got Austin Typo Negative said, better than the weekday. Ha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Blinding Lights is a bop. Full agree. And Micah St. Michael said, live vocals are incredible. That's key in an artist these days. Nothing has beat the original trilogy yet, but I'm hopeful that I'll have some kind of D'Angelo-esque retreat and return. And honestly, hope he gets sober because the lyricism doesn't lie. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. I uh, should talk into the mic. Uh, all right, we have we have some comments on the Facebook. I posted this a little late, so I fucked up. But if you want your comments guaranteed to be read, get on the Patreon. It's only three dollars a day a month. You get ad free episodes and bonuses, and this. Um, Eric Von Reicher says, "I feel like his Super Bowl halftime show was much better than people gave him credit for." Agreed. Uh, Jay Mandum Mandium writes, Everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, that's uh, there you go, Jay. Uh Derek Martz writes, I wish I loved anything as much as he loves Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh David E. Frankowick says, Big fan. I especially enjoyed Saturdays because there's still another day before I go back to work on Monday. Yep. <laughs> another weekend joke. 
uh Shalewa sharp uh friend of the show one of our uh the the queen of uh the live shows queen of um, mean. yes the queen of mean <laughs> Shalewa sharp uh Nothing sharper than her tongue. <laughs> um, uh, says, I have done solo shower symposiums on the story arc of his three mixtapes. I love them so much. We gotta listen to these mixtapes. Yeah, I gotta get yeah. in there. Uh, Corey Clifford writes, Blinding Lights was seared into my brain from 2K. Which 2K was that? I don't remember that. I, f- I fully don't I remember know. him being in the... T- oh, yeah, I do. That, that It was either 2K20 or 2K21. One I can't of, remember. One of the announcers in one of the NBA playoff games, that was one of the old-ass ones, was like, and check out NBA 2K22. <laughs> <laughs> and he said instead of 22. Maybe oh, that's great. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> 2K22. <laughs> uh, some of these guys are going bozo mode on, <laughs> on these fucking... <laughs> I mean, just since broadcast. the weekend said friend zone in a song, Mark Jones, the commentator, whenever a player blocks another player, he goes, he put him in the friend zone. (laughs) That's not what that means, man. That is so funny. (laughs) He won't be fucking him. (laughs) (laughs) Once you're there, you're always there. (laughs) No way out. Mike, you going through something with a lady? (laughs) He will not be making love to Jimmy Butler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jimmy is going to call him for advice on other guys. <laughs> the other commentators are like, "Get off the friend zone." Thing. Can we move on? With the, with the game? And producers in the earpiece, like, get off the friend zone. That's not at all what you think he, it means. He puts his hand up like, uh, like uh, the fucking Lakers show. I flew that. Oh, just uh, Pat, Chick. Pat Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm coming around on that show. By the way, I hated it when it started. Now I kind of like it. Um, all right, we got to wrap this thing up, Tim. Now is the time for you to give us your final thoughts on the weekend. I mean, if you don't like the guy, that's that's a you problem. He's <laughs> yep. great. Mm-hmm. We just listened to six songs. We all agreed they're heat. Yeah, give him a spin. I'm listening to um, his little mixtape mix on the walk home. Yeah, because yeah. I've never heard any of that. Everybody's seen that. Seems to be everybody's favorite thing. Yeah, I know. All right, yeah, we all got to do that. Uh, look, some days we just gotta have you gotta. You're just gonna spend a day chilling with the boys, yeah, listen to some good ass music. <laughs> Don't be mad if you're like this doesn't fit the fucking it premise. Played. All right, just have a nice day. <laughs> listen to something good. Everyone, how about once every six months we get to just have a nice time <laughs> where everybody just goes, yeah, this is great music. <laughs> this is yeah, really nice. Time. We've been doing the show five damn years. Come on, <laughs> five hundred episodes. 5, Come on. <laughs> Uh, you guys don't realize for every episode we put out, we've recorded five. <laughs> um, they are so much better. Than yeah. the ones I don't know why we've been hoarding the good That's ones. That's when we really do the research. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. yeah, we know everything. I'm not just reading shit on my phone <laughs> as we go. And we get like real guests. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we get like Tim McLaughlin. <laughs> Not this moonwalking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know where he grew up. <laughs> like, I'm just around. I'm just kind of moving around. <laughs> this guy's hiding something. <laughs> also, I mean, with it, I don't know. I'm sure Tim Smith is his real name. <laughs> it's too it's pretty generic. Generic. Pretty witness. You protection. are in witness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Tim, this is a great episode. Yeah, I love the fun. I love the playlist. I'll, I mean, I guess we can rate it, but I, I give it. Six. Yeah, it's great. it's it's a killer playlist. It's uh, all these songs rule. I, I'm going it's perfect six out of six. You got anything to promote, old Timmy? I'm just I'm new to New York. I'm out bebopping around. Sure, hell come yeah. say hello to the kid. I'll say hello to you. Hell yeah, we'll have a fun time. <laughs> Where can people follow you? You got some great stand up comedy online. Uh, old Timmy Smith. O-L-E. On Instagram, O-L-E, Timmy Smith. O-L-E, yes. Timmy Smith. <laughs> and then uh, Roommates-in-Law, the little, uh, we have, uh, me and my pal Tommy Schneeman. Yes. Have a little web series, a little podcast. Very fun. Hell yeah. Just a couple of guys having a good time. Funny All boys. Right. Seriously, Tim's a fucking killer. Get it, check him out. You're going to love his stand-up and his podcast. Get over there and... Uh, I think uh, I'm going to be doing an album this year. uh, I've got a date at the Comedy Fort in November. I've been here, and that's a killer room to do an album. And I was, I figured, now is why not now? Why not me? (laughs) (laughs) Are you thinking of becoming a superstar? (laughs) (laughs) Considering people are going to say I sold out by (laughs) finally making an album with uh, my uh, my good material. (laughs) 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 Why didn't he do all of his new shit? But no, I uh, yeah, I gotta get an album out there, and then uh, yeah, I'll be in Indianapolis this coming weekend at the Helium, uh, or not this coming, two weeks from now, whatever. Uh, and then yeah, a bunch of road dates. Check out my website. I'll be in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, at the Comedy Showcase, and uh, yeah, Kansas City Comedy Club, Rumors, and uh, Winnipeg. Oh, um, wow. I didn't. <laughs> I was gonna do a peg joke. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tommy, what you got? Uh, this week, if we have any North Carolina listeners, I will be in three different North Carolina cities Ooh, with a friend baby. of the show, Casey James Salango. Let's go. We will be in Fayetteville, we will be in Cary, and we will be in Asheville, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in Let's that order. Go. So come to one of those shows if you live anywhere near there. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Get on the Patreon. We love you guys. Thanks again, Tim. You're the man. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.